0: Hello, you are listening to Proverbs with Daisy Maskell. It is me, Daisy. Welcome. This is a podcast all about extraordinary people and extraordinary stories. Here we will shine the spotlight on their journeys and hopefully learn something about ourselves and the way that we live our lives from their experiences too. Join me for the next half an hour as we get to know our guests. How you doing? Welcome to the Proverbs podcast. In this episode, we're going to be chatting to Gabby Garcia. Now, I've actually been following Gabby and her story on social media for a little while now. She documents her life living as a former conjoined twin. We talk all about her separation surgery, a little bit about her sister as well, and the awareness that she's currently raising for the procedure that almost took her life. Welcome we are back with another episode and this week we are talking to the
2: amazing Gabby Garcia. Now Gabby was born a conjoined twin and underwent a life changing surgery at just eight months old that separated her from her sister Michaela. She now documents her incredible journey on social media. Hey Gabby, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad. Thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to chat to you. I'm excited. Uh, and I imagine you don't remember much, if anything, at all about your surgery. What have friends and family told you about it? Um, yeah, so we were only
1: eight months old. And that's yeah. ultimately why my mom and the surgeons decided to have the surgery before we were, you know, a year old, so that we wouldn't remember the surgery because you know it's such a huge traumatic procedure to go through. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think that was like, like why that decision was made to do it while we were eight months old. I guess it was, you know, it was, it was a huge deal to be separated in such a risky surgery, but everybody had really high hopes and we came through the surgery and we were relatively healthy and, um, we still had that infinite bond, even though we were separated. And Mm -hmm. so, Even though we didn't remember the surgery itself, it still was a huge part of our lives, you know, growing up and uh, with our family. And and it was just a sense of us beating the odds.
2: I mean, any surgery like this, it it was a huge procedure. And I I can imagine there were so many risks and, you know, complications that had to be considered. How long was your surgery, Gabby?
1: Honestly, I think it was probably about like, I don't know. I, I want to say it was at least over like 12 hours, wow. but um, I'm not even sure exactly how long uh, mm-hmm. it was.
2: Well, you did beat the odds and your separation was successful, but separation isn't always possible, is it?
1: Yeah. So separation is not always possible. Every case of conjoined twin is so different and it really depends on um, the shared organs. It, you know, depends on the health of the twins you know as a whole and mm-hmm. um, it depends on if you know the spines are fused together or like major shared organs and so I think even though my sister and I were you know a rare form of conjoined twins for that time in 1998 it was really the best case scenario because we didn't share anything very major mm-hmm. and so um, while it was still very risky uh, we came through with flying colors and we were Mm -hmm. just doing so well after the surgery and that isn't the case for everybody. And so I think growing up that, knowing that made me feel more humble and more, you know, grateful
2: for our experience. Yeah, for sure. Have you met any other conjoined twins?
1: Yeah, I've met a few uh, other sets of twins and uh, I met a pair that are toddlers Mm-hmm. last year and I found out that they live only 30 minutes away from me in Idaho wow. which is just crazy to me that like <laughs> so random and that you know the world kind of like brought us together and mm-hmm. then also mm-hmm. I've met a pair that I'm really good friends with um they live in Utah and we got to meet up over the summer and so it's been yeah. really cool to kind of Find out that there's this whole community of conjoined twins and their families out there that I had never even known about this whole time.
2: Yeah, I can imagine you find a lot of comfort from knowing that as well. And I guess as much as you share similar experiences, I guess there are just differences as well, which, which must be yeah. so incredible. It must be so incredible to, to meet someone that has gone on sort of a similar journey or is about to embark on a similar journey if they're, if they're going to be separated too. I know yeah. you're really, really open about sharing your story on TikTok as well, which I think is just so amazing. It's so incredible what you're doing. What is the question that you get asked the most?
1: People always want to know how I use the restroom and that is like (laughs) it's just bizarre to me because they will ask the most like bizarre things and they really have no filter and everybody always wants to know how I use the restroom and I just think it's hilarious because like you wouldn't ask an average person like you know about their restroom habits so I always try to respond in like a witty way but but also in a way to kind of educate them. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it is a unique situation and they are
2: genuinely curious. Mm -hmm. People love toilet talk. I I don't know what it is. It's just so strange, (laughs) but I think you're really, really great. There is, of course, a line, you know, but you're really, really great with just accepting that, you know, some people are curious and you're really great and you create sort of an, sort of an open, safe yeah. space for people to ask questions in a respectful way. Um, and I, exactly. I think you're doing a lot to educate as well, which is really important. What is the yeah. biggest misconception you've come across?
1: I don't know. I guess, you know, people are really surprised when they see me and they see how open I am about our situation. And, and I think people people usually have this misconception about conjoined twins and they, they think that we are um, far from, you know, your average person. And so people get amazed to see me doing regular things and doing my makeup and talking about my experience. And it's just funny to me because I've never considered myself out of the ordinary and I've never I never grew up thinking that I was different. And so it was funny to me to be like kind of commended for going on the internet and doing my makeup and acting like, mm-hmm. you know, your average 20-something year old. And and so that was just funny to me because uh like I said, I never thought of myself as anything different. And so mm-hmm. I think that kind of shocks people.
2: And what was growing up like for you, Gabby? I mean, I, f- I feel like you you've sort of alluded to the fact that you sort of grew up, a, you know, a normal kid with your sister, right? Yeah, we had a normal
1: childhood and mm-hmm. um, we... I, of course, we went through bullying. We were from a small town in California. And so mm-hmm. we, you know, grew up kind of having a hard time making friends, but we had such a close bond that, you know, she was all I needed. And so, uh, I, I was literally growing up with my other half and my, my built-in best friend. And mm-hmm. so we, like I said, we didn't grow up thinking that we were any different and, mm-hmm. Uh, it was just you know a part of our life it was just something that like we were so used to and so I think we had a relatively normal childhood all things considering
2: and I know that you felt ill in 2011 Gabby which (laughs) was due to some complications with the separation surgery that you had when you were a baby if you're comfortable do you mind sharing that experience with us
1: yeah of course so In 1998, we had our separation surgery and the doctors had placed a surgical mesh inside of our abdomens. And in 2011, when we were 13 years old, we both got sick within weeks of each other. Um, And she was hospitalized. And then I was hospitalized after her. We had both become sick because of that mesh. It had become infected inside of our stomachs. And we were both extremely sick. And so we had to have urgent surgeries to have all of that mesh removed. And so her surgery was one day and then my surgery was the next day. And so we were always kind of within a day of each other. Um, she was, you know, worse off health-wise than I was. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the infection had just spread and, I came through the surgery and I was doing great. Um, Of course, I had a couple of hiccups in the road um, and she was not doing that great. We were in different units in the hospital. And so we were there for almost three months and I was only able to see my twin once Mm -hmm. the entire time. And so it was hard, you know, being down the hall from my sister um, sick and, you know, wondering how she is and wondering if she needed me and, You know, it was just like this really like intense feeling being 13 years old and going through something that, you know, most adults wouldn't even have to go through. Mm -hmm. And so um, the infection, it ended up spreading to Michaela and she was septic and uh, she developed a fungal infection in her blood. Mm -hmm. Um, I was discharged from the hospital November 4th. 2011, and Michaela passed away November 5th, 2011. And so, like I said, we were always kind of within a day of each other. And it was just the strangest feeling.
0: Continuing the conversation on Proverbs after this short break.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank
1: of America and a member FDSE.
0: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care
2: you've just been through so much and I think you know anyone that shares a sibling or even a, especially a twin you know t- twins are just yeah. so close they they go through everything together and I think yeah. your okay in your case I, I can't imagine how how close and in tune you must have been with each other so this mesh yeah. michaela that they they put in your stomach um, as part of the initial procedure to separate you there this is you know there there are complications there are known complications with with using this in surgery right Mm
1: -hmm. yes okay yeah it's risky like especially I think back then when you know this is 20 something years ago when you know Mm -hmm. medicine has advanced so much in the last 20 years and so back then like having mesh put in um I don't think we realized it then, but it was a very dangerous thing to do. And then we Mm -hmm. ultimately, you know, we came to know that very well.
2: Yeah. Tell us about Michaela, Gabby. What was she like? What did you enjoy doing together?
1: Michaela was
2: just everything. She Mm -hmm.
1: was so outgoing, very outspoken and sassy. Um, (laughs) Meanwhile, I was kind of reserved and I was the shy one. And so we were we were honestly like, Polar opposites of each other, but we kind of balanced each other out in that way. And we were inseparable. We did everything together. We shared our best friend. We shared everything. We had classes together. Um, She was, you know, so into makeup and so into all of these girly things and Mm -hmm. always trying to get me to, you know, join that with her. and, (laughs) And I would never budge. And I was kind of more of the bookworm. And, And um, she was just so funny and just like a force of nature. And anybody that, you know, knew Kayla knew how, you know, outgoing she was. And she just made such an impact on everybody's lives. And even today, 10 years later, after she passed away, she still impacts our lives every day. So Mm -hmm
2: of course yeah. and i'm sure she's had some sort of an influence with the with the makeup in the end because i know you're great at your makeup <laughs> i've seen your yeah. liner on on tiktok she's she's taught you she's taught you a few things for sure she has yeah and i always
1: <laughs> say i hope she's proud of me because i finally came around- doing my makeup so
2: oh for sure and I think you know no matter what you are always connected and she's always around and she also lives through you as well which is which is so incredible and and I feel like do you, do you find some sort of comfort in that
1: I do I think mm-hmm. for a long time after she passed away I felt so conflicted because I, I was going through this kind of like identity crisis. Somebody that mm. I was connected to and somebody I shared flesh with is not here anymore. And then mm. I kind of look in the mirror and, and I could see her looking back at me and I look at my scar where we connected and I carry mm. her every, everywhere I go. And so mm. I realized, you know, she's not gone. I I literally have pieces of her with me. Mm-hmm. Forever now, and we're always going to be bonded, no matter what. And so, yeah. I feel a lot of comfort in that, knowing that, you know, she's always there somehow.
2: Yeah, that is so so beautiful. um Let's talk about your your separation surgery, Gabby. What organs were you sharing with your sister when you were born? Okay,
1: so this is kind of, I get asked this question a lot, and I'm always like, yes. <laughs> what organs do we have? Um, okay. So we didn't share anything major like the lungs or the hearts, we each had our own, but Mm -hmm. like more towards like the stomach is where we started to share. Um, So we shared like our intestines. And so during separation, I got the large intestine and she got the small intestine. We shared a pair of kidneys. So I got a kidney and she got a kidney. Um, Mm -hmm. She got the bladder and the uterus. Um, We both had our own um, livers and that's pretty much the only thing that was like shared between us two and then of Mm -hmm. course we shared a pair of legs and so she had gotten one leg and I got the other.
2: Mm -hmm. So I imagine if conjoined twins are sort of sharing certain major organs I'm guessing that's what makes the separation process a lot harder.
1: Yeah definitely and like I said it's so every case is so different that it's really hard to say but yeah it's you know there's some twins that you know have been you know sharing hearts or lungs or livers or you know very like important organs that are like more difficult to you know split up between mm. the two so this mm-hmm. was really
2: the best case scenario for conjoining twins for sure what's your plans for the future Gabby what does the future hold for you I would love to just keep
1: sharing our story. It's so important to me uh, to keep my sister's memory alive and um, bring awareness about conjoined twins and to continue to educate. I would love to end up, you know, doing a podcast of my own one day, writing a book or, you know, in some sort of media uh, form just to keep educating about, you know, our situation. It's like a huge passion of mine. I fell in love with it. And. I just think that that's going to be a part of my life forever
2: yeah I really see that for you I think I think you speak so great about your experience and I think you you can find a lot of healing in in sharing as well not only are you educating I I think it's you find a lot of healing and it really helps with you know the the grieving process and it's really really good for the soul so what you're doing is so amazing you're you're raising awareness and you're showing you know you are just your average 20 something year old girl and you know you you had a difficult start in life and I no doubt you have challenges that are far different you know from many people um in the world but this is just a part of your journey and and you you you're just great I I, I'm I'm really really backing you all the way I I see some really great things um for you in the future you're so inspirational if we could take something away from you today what is the thing that keeps you going what is your mantra in life Gabby um
1: my sister really keeps me going and Mm -hmm. I think of how she would want to live if she were here. And I think that, you know, I'm so incredibly lucky to be here today. And I look at her mm-hmm. and she just keeps me going. um, knowing that she's, you know, watching over me, knowing that she was such a huge part of my life. Um, and I really want to keep living for her and mm-hmm. she is the reason for everything. She's my purpose. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, Every day I get up and it's because of her.
2: That is a good purpose to have. You guys are just so special. Honestly, Gabby, we wish you all of the luck and all of the love in the world. Keep sharing, keep educating. You're doing so great. And thank you
0: so much for being here, Gabby, and chatting to us. Thank you so much. And that concludes this episode of Proverbs with Daisy Maskell. That is me. I hope you enjoyed it. Hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I will see you soon.